Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games. Adam's ready. Dax is ready. We're all ready. All right, guys. Welcome to the very first Hollywood Pipeline podcast. I am Dax Holt. I am here with my co-host, Adam Glenn. Say what's up, dude. What's up, dude? How you doing, man? Good to be here. Hollywood Pipeline. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, you can find Hollywood Pipeline on hollywoodpipeline.com. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, I mean, YouTube, wherever you want to find us, we are there. We're covering everything in Hollywood. Celebs, we're covering behind the scenes, in front of the scenes, every scene (laughs) we're covering. (laughs) Uh, But uh, today, you know, dude, I'm so excited to talk to you. I feel like you've had quite the weekend. So if you guys don't know Adam or myself... Uh, you know, we we go way back. We've been doing this entertainment stuff for years now. Uh, we started off over at TMZ, and uh, we've been covering Hollywood for quite some time. But uh, Adam, tell me a little bit about yourself. We've been in the middle of show business. It's hard to describe what our position is in show business, but we have this like hybrid type position. But I am what I consider myself a street journalist. Most people call me a paparazzi, which I don't mind. <laughs> But I have to call myself, according to LinkedIn, I call myself a street journalist on my uh, profile just because I want people to look at me the bad way. But, uh, yeah, that's the thing. I run around doing celebrity interviews on the street. I've been doing that for uh, just under you know 10 years now, and it's been awesome. It's been really cool. And, again, I'm, I'm a nobody from Jersey, but yet again I've interviewed everyone from Bill Clinton to Oprah to Shaquille O'Neal to Brad Pitt to – Mariah Carey. I mean, they're the wait, wait. List goes I like. On and on. I like how you just breezed over. You said I've interviewed Oprah. No, Oprah knows who you are. Oprah, Oprah actually says, "Adam, come over here. I want to talk to you." I like. Don't just breeze over the fact that you and Oprah have a personal connection. Oprah is my girl. Oprah is the coolest chick, and I, I'm calling Oprah a chick. I know <laughs> Oprah is so awesome. She is so. You're cool. on a first name basis with Oprah. I, you yeah. know, I just, I just want to say. You know, if you have time to introduce me, I'm around. Not only that, you're you're friends with Gail. I think you're actually pretty good friends with Gail, too. Gail, uh, Matt Lauer, I'm actually friends with. I don't know if I should really talk about that. But, uh, yeah, I, I know a lot of these people. It's weird because, you know, it, I've been interviewing these celebrities on a street. You know, not in some fancy studio, not with a microphone or a big television crew. It's just me holding a camera on the street. But... Yet again, I have some really amazing experiences with these celebrities and I've gotten to know them and gotten to interact with them in a way that nobody else in the world really has. And for instance, Jimmy Fallon might have one, two, or three guests a day. I interview average about about seven to ten celebrities a day, and it's pretty awesome. It's pretty cool, and uh, I run around and do it. Like just today, I was with John Goodman, and you know, I mean, we're going to go over this on Hollywood Pipeline. I'm excited to be here, though. No, uh, you know, and I think what I love the most about just the, your style of like talking to people is, like you said, it's not like it's not like the paparazzi that people have in their mind, and that's what I think I want to like bring to the world is like you don't have to look at it as like a paparazzi is a bad thing. This is you are someone that's talking to them. You just happen to have a camera in your hand, and you're in the street. And I, listen, yeah, I, I agree. I, I sometimes like let me ask you, Dax, when you hear the word paparazzi. 
Do you think that something bad or do you think there's some negative tone to that or is it a positive tone to well, that? Well, not for that... me. Not for me. I mean, listen, <laughs> I've been around it for so long. There is no negative tone in my in my vocabulary when it comes to paparazzi. But I know that out there, I, I feel like celebrities have made paparazzi kind of a negative term. However, they're also utilizing all the benefits that the paparazzi give to them, where the, whether that's taking their photos and putting it in magazines or on TV shows and keeping them relevant, there is such a love-hate relationship between some of the biggest stars in the world. And I don't think it needs to be a bad term. I think there's a couple bad people out there that give paparazzi a bad name. Sure. You know, but I, I think that over the years, people like yourself – and I, I, myself included, because I've worked at TMZ for so long, you know, I think that we're, we've tried to change that a little bit at least. Yeah, that's why I consider myself street journalist, because a lot of people, you know, I don't I'm not angry when people call me a paparazzi because that's what people are used to. It's become accepted. You know, the the way the, st- the, the word originated, it wasn't really a positive term. But that's why I consider myself a street journalist. Um, but you can call me a paparazzi. I do not care. <laughs> but what what what? For what, what I do, what my agenda is, is personally, I just look to have a good experience with a celebrity on the street, a fun encounter. Um, I'll ask questions. You know, I'm not – some people like, are you trying to provoke a celebrity? Are you trying to get them to say something screwed up? And no, I'm just trying to give them – I'm throwing them a pitch and let them see where they want to hit it. Like, and that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm giving them a platform. And I would that's say – That's what I'm doing. With you, like – your interviews feel so much more comfortable than some of these ones that are in a, a, inside a studio with 20 people staring at them. It's like you and a person, and they're on the street. They're like, I, I don't have to get dressed up. I don't have to be out of my element. I just get to talk to this dude. And sometimes I would say your interviews get more pl- press and play than these huge ones that they sit down and, and makes a, a, you know a big scene around. I agree. You know, when you do the Today Show, it's you have to bring a camera, you know, multiple cameras, a producers, the lights, the makeup. It's such a production for a five minute interview that seems so fake and so unauthentic that when you do with me or some other paparazzi on the street, it's me holding a camera. It's raw. It's real. It's more interactive. And you just feel you get more out of it. And, you know, Coming from a, a business perspective, if in the show business perspective, it's a lot cheaper. And that's – personally, that's where I feel like TV has it backwards. They're spending so much to make it so you know, glamorous where it's like, hey, I just got what you guys got. And I'm the best and biggest interview you will do all day. And that's – it's hard for me to really to convince that to some of these celebrities. Yeah. But you know what? I'm going to put these interviews on the internet and that's, it's always going to be there. And it's just, you, you're not performing. You're just being yourself. And I guarantee you'll have a better interaction with me than you'll have with a 300 person studio audience watching with you, watching you. It's, it's, Absolutely. It's true. And, and you said that you talked to John Goodman today, which obviously was a big deal because they just did the whole Roseanne final scene. They kill her off, say she has an opioid addiction. I know that we d- we don't have the audio in quite yet, but like, tell me, wh- how was he? Because I, I mean, it's got to be awkward for him. He, This was someone that he's been close to for many years, and then they obviously cut her out of the show, and then now they've killed her off. and. Go ahead. You take yeah, it so John, yeah, so John Goodman's going into a hotel on Park Avenue. I don't want to say the hotel, but he's going into a hotel. And when he's going into the hotel, I, I have to ask him, you know, the questions where, how do you think Roseanne felt about last night's episode? And he said, I'm sure she's hurt. Uh, you know, she didn't like the way she was handled with uh, everything that happened at ABC. I mean, he was pretty honest about it. Now, John Goodman is, 
he's an actor. He's not one of these guys you see on the shows that shows a ton of personality. I mean, we've seen him do comedic roles, but he was pretty honest with me saying that I'm sure she was hurt. I mean, sure, it's a tough situation for everyone, but it's a question you have to ask. And that's what I did. I asked him the question without giving – I tried not to put my own biased spin on it, but he was pretty honest with it. No, I, and it is a tough – listen, that's what I love. I love that you asked him about a very serious question – but he sat there and he's like, I want to answer this. He he obviously feels very strongly about his connection with Roseanne, about wanting to be on the show because, you know, he had essentially – his career had also slowed down a little bit. And I think being on the number one comedy on TV was a big deal and to have that kind of taken away from him. So he's probably like, look, I – I want to support Roseanne. I can't really publicly support her that much because, you know, she was taken off this show. But I, I think that it was nice that he sat. He answered your questions. He moved along with life. And, uh, you know, it, it's a difficult situation, but you have to address it in his position. And he absolutely. did. He, You know, he I think he did a great job in answering it and said, listen, it's a tough situation for her. But he's a working actor. And, you know, he's not a he's not in the production side. He's just an actor. And the show itself, it's a great show. I don't know if you've seen the the reboot, but it's a really good. <laughs> I honestly show. haven't. It's, it's not been my one of my things. That, well, listen, I got two kids, so I don't really have time to watch a lot of shows anyway. I don't blame you. It's totally fine. But it, it, he, again, it's the show he had to address. And again, he he's going to be asked the question a thousand times, and he he's he's got to have an answer. And his answer was, "I'm sure she's upset, but you know that's there's there's not much to it than that. You know, he's just an actor. That's all he is." Oh, dude, did you see that video of the pap getting ran over by J Lo's car? I did. Well, I, I, that was insane, dude. It was. I mean. I mean, you being in your position, your history, Dax, you've seen yeah. a lot of paparazzi get ran over. But yeah. What was your what was your feeling on that? Well, so you know, my my initial opinion was, God, I wish they would have got a better angle so that the, during the <laughs> video of it, so I could have really seen what happened. But like, the video was kind of on the backside of the car or started up right after he was gimping. The photos, though, we, which by the way, we got them up on HollywoodPipeline.com, uh, <laughs> are awesome. They are, <laughs> and I don't mean awesome as in. Like someone getting ran over. I mean, awesome. Just they're so clear at the moment that it went down. But you see this guy on the floor. The wheel is l- on his leg. And so what? On his it, leg. Not even the foot, the leg. No, like the leg. So what happened was it was J-Lo and A-Rod. They went to Craig's, which is, you know, Celebrity the it place of L.A. Every, yeah. And that's the thing. They know the paparazzi is going to be there. Okay, that's my frustration. If you don't want to be seen, don't go to Craig's. You could go to McDonald's in the Valley. No one would see you. Plenty other good restaurants in L.A. Absolutely. So so they go to Craig's. They then sneak out the back, which I also think is ridiculous. So they back behind Craig's. They have these big, like, fences that are all covered in tarps so you can't see in. So then when the celeb goes to leave and they're inside their SUV, they kind of, like, wheel open the gates and then the, the car it's goes out. It's a huge production. So they're in the SUV. It's A-Rod, J-Lo. They're in the back seat. They got their driver slash bodyguard driving them out. They're creeping out, but now all the paps know that they're coming out. So flash bulbs start going off. And then you hear some yelling, a commotion, and that's I, – I guess the guy's leg just got caught up under the wheel, pulled him down to the ground. But the photos, you see it so clearly. But here's where – the part that I didn't like was that, number one, J-Lo and A-Rod, they never even get out of their seat or roll down the window to be like, hey, is the dude okay? It doesn't matter if it's a paparazzi, a fan, uh, a, a mother walking down the street. It doesn't matter who it is. I, it seemed very uncharacteristic for J-Lo not even to roll down the window and check on the guy. Agreed. 
Yes. Do you think they knew? Do you hear it when that happens? You, you see her face. You see her face. Okay. Her eyes are like huge looking like, oh, my God, I can't believe the driver just hit someone. But not only that, the driver rolled out, rolls down the window and you know, hold on. We, we actually have this. So cut 11. See what happens when you flash all the flashes. I can't even see where I'm going. You run over the guy, man. man. You run over him. Yeah. So the, the. Oh, my God. He fully is like just blames the popper and says, oh, you know, the flash bulbs are in my face. I can't see. So they he, they knew what had happened. They watched the guy gimp off to the side. I got to think Jayla goes, oh, my God, like, you know, should I do something about it? It wasn't her fault. It wasn't her fault. But even if she rolls down the window, it's already news. It just becomes even more news as she rolls out the window and dresses it. But at it. least but she, she looks could be caring. Hero. Yeah. If she yes. Think if she would have got out of the car, cradled the guy and said, oh, are you okay? I'm so sorry that this happened. I mean, anything, she would have looked like a hero. Not only, But now I know that the guy's filed a police report. Yes. She so, could have. She could have stopped that. 100%. She she definitely could have stopped it. I feel bad for the driver. I don't know if that's her full-time driver out in LA, but who's at fault here? Is it the paparazzi who kind of put himself in that position? Is it the driver? I mean, what, you know, from your, I, here's my, here's my thing. And Dax, from your history, you know, you were the one buying photos for an agent, for a company before. Do our outlets, do they want those photos? Because I always see those videos of pop, of paparazzi's putting their their camera right in front of the windshield, taking those shots. Are those shots sellable? Are they just or or are those paparazzi's just trying to piss off the celebrities? What, what are your I, I don't on necessarily that? think that those are the most sellable images. The ones of them walking out of a restaurant and before they get into the car are much more something that you would want to buy. Through a windshield is not exciting by any means, but I guess it's moments like this become sellable right like that's Correct. that's now a sellable video because something went down um however jaylo and arod never gave the paps that moment walking to the car so that's True. all that that's the and only moment them they off had. more yeah there is, is a shot through the windshield um so i i don't know i i like the the celebs that play the game i like yes. the ones that understand the give and take that will go Listen, I'll walk out the door, let you take a photo before I get into my car because I know once I get into my car, it's over and I can drive away. Happens all the time. And and that's the thing that the public doesn't really see. I mean, and, you know, a lot of times uh, paparazzi, again, like we said, has a negative, uh, you know, a negative tone to it. However, if people see the other side where it's like, hey, it's a take on each side and there's some good paparazzi. Unfortunately, there's some bad paparazzi. There's some good police and there's some bad police, you know, and it's sort of like this un talked about deal unspoken deal where i've had celebrities you know i've had one time matt damon come to me and say hey listen yeah like i matt damon's a really nice guy super cool guy and if you see me out with this kids matt damon for me i could walk up and say hey matt can i get a word with you real quick i don't want to bother you or their family he'll be like, yeah sure hold on and then he'll put his kids and the family into a store then he'll talk to me outside for a minute or two and then i leave him alone because it's just that kind of conversation you have and it's just trying to keep be human they understand you have a job to do, mm-hmm. but you have to understand the position they're at the moment. You know, they're trying to keep it calm. You know, they don't want the public to kind of go crazy on them. Sometimes they don't want their kids in the shot, and it's up to, you know, me to really decide when it's a good moment to approach. And that's that's the trick. I mean, that's the key. So yes, if if J Lo and A Rod, let, let's, let's also it, be honest that you're not like every photographer out there. Like, there's true. there's probably a lot of people that could walk up to him and say, "Let me have a moment," and he'd be like. 
I don't have a good rapport with you, so I'm not going to give you the moment. You've you've taken years of building up that credibility to get to a point where he trusts you or he knows that, hey, like, this guy's fun. I want to talk to him. So, like, correct. you know, and I, I think that's I a do, big part of it. Yeah, I do mostly video interviews. And, again, the incident that A-Lo and J-Rod had. Uh, A-Rod and J-Lo and J-Lo. That's actually the name of and J-Rod. But the incident that A-Rod and J-Lo had. It, uh, you know, that was with a photo, you know, I was with a photo, a photographer. So if she actually, A-Rod and J-Lo gave up the shots, I don't think that incident would have happened. True. And it and also makes the, the, you know, these guys have probably been waiting for hours for that photo. And now they're just kind of, they're pissed off. They're angry because they wanted that shot and then they have to go through all that to get the shot. They're just trying to, you know, they're just trying to eat too. So I understand their side. But I agree A-Rod and J-Lo should have done the right thing which was to stop the car, open up the window, say, are you okay? Is there anything we could do? And just try to help out rather than to drive off and just, I mean, that's just complete stupidity. Yeah, I think that's weird. So, I listen, according to the law out here, what, you know, what they're saying is that a a pedestrian can't block a car and the, the vehicle has the right to creep forward. So I don't know if anything will, like, I don't think this PAP will do very well in court if it does get to that point. Plus, you know, uh, unfortunately, I feel that even though someone gets ran over, I think that the judge would probably side with the driver and go, oh, I couldn't see you're in front of the car. I think that's what happened with the Britney Spears case. Do you remember when that yes. guy got ran over? Uh, Listen, the bottom line is there's other places to get chicken parm besides Craig's. Go somewhere else <laughs> if you don't want to be seen. Speaking of chicken parm, you know where they've got some good one? The Olive Garden. I am a big Olive Garden guy. Are you kidding me? I was just talking. I was I was talking to Post Malone about it last week. I am a big Olive Garden guy. The tour of Italy. Are you kidding me? Fantastic. <laughs> I, I loved it. So you know, for people that didn't watch the Jimmy Fallon show the other night, Post was on. They're talking. Jimmy had never been to the Olive Garden, and so Post goes, "Well, let's do this." And they went. They went and they, to the, they Olive went to the Olive Garden. And they uh, went to Olive Garden. And then you caught him out, right? What, what was it like the next day, right? No, I caught them after the Olive Garden. So oh, my yeah. buddy called. You were there Dude, at the, the I, hangout I spot. I was there post Olive Garden, okay? Post, post. And I go, <laughs> so they went to, apparently, Jimmy and uh, Post, Jimmy's like, all right, I'm going home. This is a Monday night we're talking about. And Post goes, where are you going now? He goes, Jimmy said, I'm going home. Post's like, Dude, let's go to another bar. So they went to an Irish bar on 29th and 2nd, I believe it is. Like, started not far from where Jimmy Fallon lives. And it's like a divey Irish bar on a Monday night. And Jimmy, Post, and his friends go and just kind of hang out at the bar. My buddy called me. And there was no cameras there, right? It was just, they literally walked in. They were just hanging out. They were hanging out. They did film the whole Olive Garden thing. That became a bit for a show that it released. But the the hangout at the Irish bar, that was just two friends having fun. Two friends hanging and literally they partied. Jimmy, they partied. You know, again, they, Jimmy had to do a show the next day. Jimmy was probably there until about twelve thirty at night. Post probably got carried out at quarter to two in the morning, <laughs> and I was there. And they were singing, they were freestyling to each other, they were doing shots. And I actually, I, I bought, I sent them a shot. <laughs> I tell you, I sent, I sent them a Jameson shot. That's awesome. So we're drinking. It was, it was. Did such everyone a party. In, the, in the whole bar like have their phones out just recording? You know what? Or no, is it like New York and no one cares? You know what? It was a divey Irish bar, and they had this folk band playing. And I don't think the folk players even knew who they were. Like they were like, "Who's this guy with tattoos on his face and his waspy friend?" You know. So they just started playing, and Jimmy and them just started jamming with them. And 
it was just like a fun, chill New York City night. The weather was great. Post was having a great time. They were drinking hard. I mean, Jimmy has been known to drink, and Post has been known to drink, and they were partying hard. But and like, I joined watch, them. Watching the two of them, I'm like, I want to be their friend. Like, they look like the two guys that oh, I'm like, I want, they, I want to hang out with these two. They look like they're having the best time of their life. You wonder why, you know, Post Malone's friends with a lot of celebrities, like Justin Bieber, and you just hear all the great stories about him. And then when you see him in his in his element, you see why. He's, he's a great guy. He's just this fun, energetic, good personality guy that you want to be around. And he goes outside, smokes a cigarette, you know, just he's just he's just a regular, regular guy. One of the actually, I would say one of the nicest celebrities I've ever met. No, and then. So then the following morning, you ended up going home, getting some sleep, but you did see Post coming out of his hotel, right? And asked him about this whole thing? I did. So I actually got Post leaving his hotel, going back to L.A., and I asked him, dude, how was the party with Jimmy? And he told me the whole story again. He said, listen, Jimmy wanted to go home, but uh, we, you know, I was hey, like, dude, we, let's we actually got out. it. Let's, let's do it. Cut seven. Post, what up, dude? Dude, I saw that video. You partying with Fallon? How was that, man? Oh, he's such a good guy, man. Dude, we had a great time. You guys, so. what was the thing in the bar? It was the Irish pub? You guys just hanging out? Yeah, man. Thing? We just kind of went. Um, we figured we went to Olive Garden after the thing, and then, and then we just figured why not go uh, have a couple of drinks, and we just hung out. Who parties drink. harder, you or Fallon? Who oh, drink man. more? Who's got a bigger tolerance? Oh man, me. <laughs> I love that he said he's the one that parties harder. No, I I would almost I think Fallon, right? I would one hundred percent say Fallon parties harder. <laughs> I, it's, there's no it, it, to actually to his point. One time, so when I sent the shots, all of a sudden post I sent some like Jameson shots, and post goes, no, 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 just give me a lemon drop. <laughs> that's that's one thousand percent true. You swear on anything. Post goes, no, 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 just give me a lemon drop A lemon shot. drop, wow. So Post, you know, Jimmy when was the party. I 1,000% agree, think that Post, uh, that Jimmy parties harder than Post Malone. No, and the other part that I loved about the interview was him ta- being honest about Justin Bieber's bachelor party. Because off the bat, I'm thinking Post Malone, Justin Bieber, this is going to be the craziest bachelor party. There's going to be naked women every year. Just because, I mean, Justin Bieber's had a pretty wild past. Post seems like a wild guy, but apparently that is not the case at all. So, cut nine. Well, dude, Bieber obviously is getting, well, he's married and he's going to have this big wedding. Is there any chance that you're going to be in the wedding party? Have you been asked yet? Or I don't know, man. I mean, we're kind of, you know, I talked to him about, like, you know, doing a batch party and shit. And, uh, and we, what is about the batch party? Yeah. Are you guys going to do it? Or? Uh, yeah, I think so. We're going to have a nice chill time, a nice wholesome time. Is it going to be crazy, like, parties? Or what is no, I think it's going to be a nice wholesome type of type of event. A nice wholesome time? I can't believe it, or that. do you think he's just saying that for the cameras? You know what? I, I sort of do, because I feel like Justin Bieber and Post Malone have done it and seen it all. And the only thing they haven't done or seen it all is have went fly fishing in, like, South Dakota. <laughs> I you just picture, so, like, doing backgammon, just sitting at around a table, and they yeah. post with his, all his face tattoos playing backgammon. That sounds I awesome. I would love to be a, a drop. at Justin Bieber's bachelor party. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's gotta be. It's going to be a really interesting conversation. And I honestly think they're not going to do the whole, you know, uh, Vegas and stripper thing. I think it could be very like fly fishing and hunting and shooting guns and just doing masculine things. You know, that's why I feel like, cause again, these guys, they don't need strippers. They've okay? lived the life. Strippers need them. Yeah. <laughs> 
not only that, like Justin's also like become very religious. So I think yes. that at this point in his life, he's like, I'm not gonna go get photographed with a stripper on my lap. It's not gonna end well for me. You know, I've been spending a lot of time in church, and Haley's gonna kick my butt if uh, I come home with a stripper on my lap. I agree. It's not worth it for him. And uh, again, I would love to. I want to know who's gonna be at that bachelor party. You know, how many guys? How many people? It's gonna be. I don't think it's be as crazy as people think. The new Justin Bieber is just a nice, calm guy. Have you ever met Justin? Yeah, I've met Justin. He, you, saw he was, at, you saw him at the old offices, right? Yeah, no, he was awesome. He was, he was wonderful. That's the thing about Justin. Like, he he's gone through some uh, some weird points in his life just because I think he got so famous at such a young age. But like, not famous, like crazy super famous, where you're being chased down the streets. You know, I just posted a vo- uh, a video on our YouTube page. It was an old flashback video of him when he was in Rome, and I think it was 2015. There were girls just running down the streets of Rome trying to catch up to a car, and the car was off-roading. I mean, such a wild lifestyle. So I got to think that, you know, he he's let all of that seep into his head, and he's kind of trying to get normal. Because how, do you, I, how, how are you normal after all of that? It, it's a good. So this happened recently. This happened about three months ago. I'm outside the Bowery Hotel in New York City, and there's a girl sitting on the bench. I just get done with the gym, and there's a girl sitting on the bench outside the hotel. I'm like, I feel like I know this girl, but I sit down on the bench next to her. And I'm just playing with my phone before I leave, and she's on the phone and she's FaceTiming with a friend. I'm like, I swear I know who this girl is. Next thing you know, I hear, "Hey, Ashley," and I look over to the girl, and the girl who I'm sitting next to is Ashley Benson. I'm like, "Oh, oh Ashley wow. Benson, okay." And then I'm like, "Oh man, it's Ashley Benson." And I look up. It's Haley and Justin Bieber. And I'm like, all Whoa, of them just right just, next to you? Just all right next to me. And it's it's pretty much the four of us. Now I don't know them. They don't I know them, but they don't know me. Yeah. And I'm sitting next to Ashley, and Justin sees me sitting next to Ashley and he goes, Hey, what's up? I'm Justin. I'm like, Oh, what's up, man? I'm Adam, but I'm not with her. I was just sitting on the bench. Nice to meet you. And he's like, Oh, that's cool. <laughs> And but it was just kind of interesting. And I'm just like part of the crew now. I'm just like, oh, just talking about New York. And uh, I don't think he he obviously didn't know what I do or but he was super nice. Actually, after speaking with him, I just kind of got brought into the conversation because I just so happened to meet him. He was really cool about it. And he was a nice guy about it. And a few other fans ran up to him asking for a photo. And you tell he was a little uncomfortable about it at first, but he was just kind of like, he, he acknowledged them and got, gave them the photo that they wanted and it was just like, hey, cool. Nice to meet you. My name's just like just very present, I would say. Like, yeah, no, he was no, very I, aware of what was happening and being very nice about it. He was totally, he was in a good mood. Totally agree. The one, the one time that I had met him, he came into the office and he was just shaking everyone's hand and saying thank you and it's nice to meet you and you know looking people in the eye because that can be something that seems so silly but – some of these big celebs, they like don't know how to interact because they're always sheltered. And you go True. up to them and everyone fawns all over them. So when you actually want to have like a, a nice conversation, it's like it's almost awkward. And with him, I remember just leaving that interaction going, wow, the dude was really cool. You know who else I had that with? Paris Hilton. Who's that? Great. Oh, Paris oh is Oh, my God. Awesome. She's the nicest chick ever. So cool. So cool. I had to do a thing with her where I was in a hotel room with her for an hour because she was doing some shot. And it was just me and her in our room. She was at the staying at the Dream Downtown in New York City. And she had a suite in the hotel. And a suite in New York City is now you're a really suite. So it's just an extra six feet, you know, because the hotels are so <laughs> small in New York. But it's me and her sitting in a hotel room in New York. And we just started talking and BSing. And she was just so nice and so cool. But once the cameras go on, I feel like it's she puts a whole on different this kind of like – 
hi, how mm-hmm. are you? Hot, you know, and she's so nice, so cool, so down to earth. Just like she's just a, really, she's a good person. I, you know, so she's the one person that like. People, I, I don't know about you, but they always ask me, like, who is the nicest celebrity or the one that you were the most surprised about? And I would say her name comes to the top of my mind all the time because you get this opinion of Paris Hilton where she's just ditzy and she's dumb and, you know, she's just this heiress. And I would say I've walked away from every encounter with Paris being like, this girl is unbelievable and just has a bad rap. People just love to hate on her, which... If they really got to know her, they would probably love her. You know what? One day she was walking in – again, I have tons, so many stories. One day she's walking in meatpacking. She's walking in the meatpacking district in New York City, and I run up with her on the camera, and I start interviewing her on the street. And she gives me this interview. We're talking about DJing, and I think I might have brought up Paulie D and celebrity DJs. And then I get the interview, and I get my two-and-a-half, three-minute sound bite, and I walk away, and she goes, hey, Adam, Adam. And I, go, I turn around. She goes, can we do it over? And I go <laughs> – Absolutely. Yeah, no problem. And we did it over and she was so like she turned she put it back on the voice and she was so nice about it and I didn't mind. And that's the thing for me. I'm not there to screw them over. Yeah. I would love to be able to set up these shots with them. Unfortunately, I deal with a lot of publicists who, you know, are the you gatekeepers the, the to the cock blockers of the of the celeb world. The wor- they're the anti publicists. That's what they do. <laughs> they they hurt them more than help I, them. Thank you. Thank you. I the amount of times that I I've like reached out to someone and I'm like I actually personally know the celeb, but I try to do the right channel because sure. you know sometimes when you cut a publicist out, they get very vengeful and then they're like, oh, they find out that you went straight to the the celebrity. You're like, but I know the person, whatever. So I've gone through the correct channels, and it always comes back to bite me in the butt. It's because yeah. I think publicists are needed less and less in the industry. Because of like a Twitter or Instagram and DMs and all that kind of stuff, there's more access to these celebs. And so they find themselves like, well, I need to assert any power that I have. And, exactly. And they, they need they to show their hard. worth. Yeah, ex- exactly. They need to show their worth. And, uh, you know, again, uh, I, 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 from my experiences, the bigger the celebrity, the cooler they are. Now I'm going to say that again. The bigger the celebrity, the cooler they are. And I feel like that makes a big difference. Oprah, awesome. Brad Pitt. Awesome. Bill Clinton. Awesome. And then you deal with someone like Jennifer Garner or um, uh, Claire Danes, and they are not friendly. They are not nice. And I, but is it, I, I don't okay, know. Question. Is it Jen Garner with kids or Jen Garner without kids? I've done Because both, she's mama bear when it comes to her kids around. She is. And for me, I don't like to deal with – like if there's kids there, me personally – I don't like to try to – I'll try speaking to them and let them know I'm there when they're with their kids. But I won't try to put the camera on them when they're with their kids because I want them to see that I'm respecting them. Yeah. And I hope – I only hope that they respect me and give me time at a later time. Can we just say Jen you know? Garner is just kind of boring? So boring. <laughs> I mean I'm so boring. I've, I try to like her and I'm just like, oh, God, you're so boring. There's, <laughs> Even the photos I get of her, I'm like, oh, come on. I just need you to – you know what? I, I'm looking at – I just got the new issue of Men's Journal magazine, and on the cover says, A Candid Chat with Jennifer Garner. And and I'm you... like, what? Are you kidding me? <laughs> you I immediately don't threw care. it away? I yeah. don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same way. I, and I, like, you know, but there are other people that I've got to say my mind has changed over the years. Like um, – uh, what's her name? Um who, who's Catwoman again? Uh, Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. Okay. I had a very hard time liking Anne Hathaway. I think that she comes across looking just like 
super bitch all the time. All right. However, I heard her on Stern and I was like, this girl's awesome. How did a single interview change my mind? I don't know, but she actually is very cool. And I think maybe that's the same thing that I try to tell people about Paris Hilton. If you gave her a moment, you would probably like her rather than just judge her by her bitch face all the time. Why does Anne Hathaway have such a bad enigma? I feel like a lot of people, ever since like the Oscars, I feel like just people don't have a bad it's impression with of Anne Hathaway. Gwyneth Paltrow, now, right? Well, Gwyneth Paltrow's turned that a little bit. You know, I, she's women. She's not love relatable. I'm sorry, a, a a candle for your bathroom for eight hundred dollars on her website. No one can relate to that. <laughs> no, that's gooping. true. So I guess women are just getting angry over that. <laughs> but you know what it is? Gwyneth Paltrow is just every girl's crush. That's what it is. Like she, people have such a crush on Gwyneth Paltrow, and I don't know why. Like what? What has Gwyneth Paltrow done besides her? goop and that stuff what is she is there has there been a role she's done in the past two three years that you know of no dude no i mean what i, I can't think of anything she's done besides shallow hal and brad pitt I mean, she showed up uh she showed up to what was it glee before it ended that was like eight years ago <laughs> yeah yeah she did glee exactly now she's now she's more known for being like a funny writer on instagram like she'll post something funny on someone else's instagram like oh she's funny she's yeah, she cool. probably had her writer write that let's be honest did yeah, you ever look at gwyneth paltrow and you're like oh she's hilarious no <laughs> <laughs> you know Anne hathaway is from where i'm from in jersey and i actually spoke to her about the area because i used to i uh, i don't mean to brag but i used to be a substitute teacher in milburn new jersey what? where she grew up yeah and you uh, used to be i, I trust me i'm People not close to you around their again. children <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The way my career is going, I'm almost there. I'm almost going to do it again. But Anne Hathaway, I ran into her at the airport one time. I said to her, I said, Anne, I, I was actually, you know, I'm from the town next door to you in Milburn. And you, you know, and she's like, oh my God. And I brought up like some of the local like delis in there. She's like, you got it. You know, we're talking about it. And she was super nice, friendly. I took a photo with her. She was very, very sweet. You know, she's just, she's a theater geek. That's yeah. what she is. And that's what you just have to accept. She's a theater geek, which is, it's okay. She's cool. She's funny. She's fun. You know who I love right now? Chris Pratt. The man. I love Chris Pratt. I, you know, dude, I, huh? I am, I'm sad for him and Anna and they're split because I really like them together. But I just, every time I look at Chris Pratt, I'm like, this guy really understands his fame. And I think it's because... He watched his wife rise up in the fame department before him, and then the tides kind of changed, and he became the big movie star. So I think he appreciates it more than a lot of people, if that makes any sense. No, I agree. He dealt with her fame very, very well. Like I remember one time when Anna Faris was promoting a movie, and all the fans were going crazy for her, and he was just standing on the side. And I was like, dude, how are you? I'm a fan of you. Like This is when he was doing – you know, the uh, the Osama Bin Laden movie. What was that with? Uh, uh, the SEAL Team 6? No, not SEAL Team 6. The the Killing Bin Laden oh. with uh, Jessica Chastain. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, no? I didn't watch Wait. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kids, I'm not yeah. even fake like I know the movie. I'm like, I don't know. Isn't that crazy? Like, the, the, like, as much as you work in Hollywood, for me too, I still don't watch barely any TV. I don't watch any of the movies. Like, it's just... No, no, no. My... my my excuse is very different from your excuse. I have two children, so I've got <laughs> Elena on in the background when the TV's on. I don't. I don't have some great next Netflix movie on. I know, and when I should be watching some good TV, I'm watching you know Teen Mom, so it doesn't really uh, come across. Well. It was Zero Dark Thirty. That was oh, okay, Zero yeah, yeah, Dark yeah. Thirty. 
Gotcha. So, gotcha. and I was a fan of him. I was like, dude, how was it like training as a Navy SEAL? And he's just the nicest guy and just such a man's man. Like he works out at that gym in New York City. Where, like, I'm sorry, the gym in LA where all the celebrities uh, work out. That little one, and, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that little small gym. And he's just like a, he's just a normal dude. And it's just crazy how much his career has taken well, off. What I like about him is, you know, he's one of those people that I say like treats the paps really well, treats his fans really well. I actually... We got a video of him coming out of that little gym you're talking about, and he notices that the paps are in their car, and they're like, "There's, there's two paps, and I guess they're filming. One's filming, one's taking photos, and instead of like getting annoyed, he walks up to the car and starts chatting with them. So I'm gonna let you listen to their interaction because it was pretty awesome. So, cut twelve. Dude, you hang out here all day, man. I'm no, sorry. I just got here. Oh, no, you no, didn't just get here. You've been here all day. What do you thought about that fight, Khabibi McGregor? That was crazy. That was a good fight. So you just hang out all day? No, it's not. I was just stopping right here. I saw your car oh, and it's done. You posted up in here. Two people posted up. Wow. Your pictures always look so good through the tinted glass, man. How do you do it? Oh, you have the spot right here. It's tradecraft. <laughs> I get it. I get it. What kind of camera is this? Those are the ones that are Sony. 7D? Oh, the 7D. DSLR? Yeah. Oh, so you have photo stills and then a video camera right here? Yeah, let me cut so you can tell. You don't have to cut, man. This is good stuff. When do you ever get people asking you about your, your right. career? I love it. He's seriously just sitting there having so a amazing. full conversation with the PAP, asking about their career, asking about how they do their stuff, not being like, oh, I'm a huge A-list star and I can't, I can't talk to you. He's... He's genuinely interested in their life. But the coolest thing I didn't know about was he talks to the guy about, like, how do you take photos through a tinted window? And then realizes, no, there's a hole cut in the tint. So the guy has a spot for his camera to take photos out and it's not blocked by the tint. I didn't even know that. That's the biggest star in Hollywood right there, just talking to a paparazzi, which, you know, most people think that there'd be a fight or some animosity, but it was just like an understanding. No, he you know, I think they're it. learning of both I'm sides. Not, yeah. And he fully understands, look, you know, I, I'm, I'm in this position I'm in because people care about me. And one way to get to those people is through the photos and videos that the paparazzi take. So you would say, Dax, that you think his because of his relationship with the paparazzi, with the news and the media, it's actually helped his career. Absolutely. Like, as, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, do you remember like John Mayer back in the day? With how much fun he used to have he was the with best. the camera guys out in the streets. And it really, I think, translated so well to the public because he was so fun and goofy and just wild. And when you have fun with the paps and those people, those videos are now winding up on all the big nightly shows, you look awesome. Oh, 100%. I mean, it's just people want to see you have a good time. It's just how you play it. I mean, for me, from my perspective... You know, I think a lot of paparazzi, you know, are looking for dirt. They want to see if you're going to cheat on your wife. And I personally don't care about that stuff. And for really, none of that stuff really happens. You know, like the chances of you catching some bad stuff going on is slim to none. And I'd rather have the good experiences and show off your fun side. The John Mayer was hysterical in those videos he used to do with the paparazzi. You'd get videos that you see videos of him stumbling out of a bar, but obviously he's just playing around and just having fun. I mean, it was like a sketch on the street. No, he would he would actually they were like sketches, dude. So I was in Katsuya. This was back oh god, maybe I'm gonna say two thousand nine, okay? Katsuya was huge at that time. They won right in Hollywood. He walks in the door. And he notices me, and he comes over, and he's like, 
dude. And he sat down, had <laughs> like took shots with us of sake shots. I mean, we were having a great time. And he was like, hey, when we go to leave, I mean, there's already paps out there. Let's like do something. Let's like let's let's walk out and like have some fun. And so he was fully like scripting the whole thing out. Um, I ended up leaving before him, so I didn't get to walk out with him. But he, and then he ended up like just piecing out the back door anyway because like, yeah. I didn't stay. But the fact that he was like, "I know you from TMZ, and I want to do something fun." Like he had it all in his mind, and I love that about John Mayer. And I was, I was pretty bummed when he disappeared for a long time. Yeah, I, listen, I feel like I got mad when people tried to say that John Mayer was like a douchebag type thing, and I, and. I was like, no, John Mayer is funny. Like, he's done stand-up comedy. He tours with Dave Chappelle. Like, John Mayer is funny, you know? And yeah. he's just having fun. What's wrong with the guy who's having fun and enjoying himself? And, you know, I wonder if I, you know, if I ever was that famous, how would I treat the paparazzi? What would I do in that scenario? And I, you know, I feel like I would have fun with him, mess around, but also talk to the guys. And you know what? The more you give them the less they're going to be against you. Yep. You know, like, like just like we said with the A-Rod and J-Lo thing, the reason why those guys were panicking and trying to go crazy is because those guys waited hours for their one shot and they didn't get that one shot, which sent the people crazy. You know, I always tell, you know, a lot of times from my perspective, I deal with security guards and bodyguards. And I tell the bodyguards, listen, you know why I'm here, okay? I have a camera in my hand. I'm not trying to get too close because – I can't get too close. I, I have to get them in my shot. And if I'm too close, they can't get in my shot. Don't worry about me. Worry about the other people on the street that you don't know why they're there. You know, you don't know why they want. They're the other people are going to run out and say, hey, can I have a selfie and just kind of do it without them saying yes. You know, so I always say, don't worry about me. Worry about the other people on the street and you'll be OK. You know, everything will be fine. Like that's if they don't want to talk to me, fine. If they want to talk to me, great, great, great. Yeah, no. Absolutely. I mean, I listen, I, I, I think like we've said over and over, the people that get it benefit so much more. You never hear about a story about Brad Pitt attacking photographers. You never hear him. You know, you never even see photos of him hiding because he gets it. He understands that it's part of the game. It's part of being super famous. And the nicer you are to people, the nicer they are going to be back to you. So 100 percent. But Anyway, I, so, you know, our time's wrapping up here. I've had so much fun today. Uh, you know, I'm thinking next week we should we should maybe get someone on. Get get another pap. Get an L.A. pap out here. Get them on. I, I like these stories of, of kind of finding out about the celebrities, not the glitz and glamour of what they look like in a studio, but, like, what they're like in real life and how they communicate with people around them on the street. So I'm going to see if I can yeah. find someone for next week because that would be really fun just to get their opinion on who maybe is their nicest celeb that they've ever ran into or who's the meanest one. I mean, I, I hate to go negative, but I kind of want to know, you know? <laughs> Everyone, that's the question. Pe- people care more about who's a who's a jerk rather than who's nice. And I t- I'll tell you what, majority of them are good people. However, there's definitely some jerks. Uh, obviously, if you want to stay up with any of the – hot Hollywood photos, videos. You can find us on HollywoodPipeline.com. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook. I mean, every social media platform. We are on it, but our YouTube page is cracking right now. Um, Having a lot of fun getting these videos up and out to you guys. Uh, Thank you, Adam. You can find Adam on Twitter at Adam Glenn. You can find him also. He has his own YouTube page at Adam Glenn. Uh, You can find me at Dax Holt on every platform as well. But, uh, Thank you again, Adam. Looking forward to chatting next week. Thank you, Dax.
and uh, we'll see you guys then.